Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Face in the Gates podcast. I'm Bailey. I'm Michael. And I'm David. And last week, we... Actually, it wasn't even last week. Last week for you guys, uh, we talked about uh, Origins of the Universe, and we had uh, quite an interesting discussion on uh, multiverse simulation theory, a bunch of other stuff. String theory, theistic evolution, uh, and intelligent design. design. David remembered. I didn't. It was three weeks ago for us, so I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, so this week we're going to be talking about the paranormal and how, uh, basically what may or may not be the implications of the supernatural and paranormal. But before we do that, David promised that he would give us the cliff notes of simulation theory because he said it goes back a little further than we thought. And Michael went on his nice little rant about it, which was very entertaining yeah, yeah. And, and to set the record straight i'm not hating on anyone who believes in simulation theory but just to say there's a god if you if you believe there's simulation someone's got to start a simulation right at least agree on there's a higher power yeah with a, simulation theory a god of sorts and i mean and as we was saying it kind of starts with the kind of dream theory the kind of that what there's um theory? I'm a butcher's name but Zhuang Zi Chinese philosopher from 4th century BC mm-hmm. he basically phrased this problem as the well-known butterfly dream and basically once he dreamt he was a butterfly a butterfly f- flitting and fluttering around happy with himself and doing as he pleased he didn't know he was himself Suddenly, he woke up, and there he was, solid and unmistakable. But he didn't know if he was himself, who he dreamt he was a butterfly, or a butterfly dreaming he was himself. So that's where we get that uh, that expression from that I always refer to. I didn't even know that's where it was from. Yeah, the transformation of things is what it's called. And okay. That's kind of one of the starting points. Uh, the Scardas, one of the first Western philosophers also kind of states there's no indications what that we have for indicating when we are like awake and or kind of asleep or dreaming mm-hmm. and the kind of idea is what if this is merely a dream yeah so it's not necessarily simulation but it is what happened if what we are witnessing is not the exact the reality. Extent yeah. Of reality. And the kind of <clears throat> next thing would be Bostrom's trilemma, which is one of these must be true probability of advanced humans who will one day be able to run advanced and sister simulations. That's not 0%. Yeah. And then the probability of advanced humans who will one day be able to run the simulations but don't. That's also probably about the same percentage. And then probability that people with our kind of experiences are living in a simulation. If one of those is true, then that kind of might lead itself to be true. Or if those who aren't true, it might still be true. Which, I mean, it's kind of a self-describing prophecy in itself. Mm, Like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. And it is, at least in my eyes. Yeah. It's very much... 
so cool dot experiment and it goes even deeper than that but that's kind of one of the fundamentals of simulation there's Bostrom's question or kind of ideas mainly known as Bostrom's trilemma okay all right well that's interesting uh do you have more on that or do you want to like just because i know you did a, a lot of research on it that uh yeah. you might want to condense and down we so also i'll note that some people such as nick brostrom and john baudrillard yuri volchenko's writings somewhat try to combine that with like religion and spirituality and other people are trying to do the same thing which as we stated it's kind of like having God. Uh, yeah. but it is something it's a to me so a cool dot experiment but also fascinating to see people make those connections in that yeah well we may do an episode on this later uh because you know that just happened to be like a thing we didn't know it was as deep as this necessarily yeah. uh david just looked it up out of curiosity and was like hey there's a lot of stuff on this and took a bunch of notes so if you guys are interested we can do an episode uh devoted to simulation theory in the future um or if you just don't care and you know don't like don't us. want us to do it then we don't have to but we may just do it because we want to i don't know it depends David hasn't uh, like put together any episodes, so I might just make him do it anyway. But um, it yeah. would be interesting to timeline that. Yeah, it would. And also, sorry for the cat. Yeah, the cat came in. Sorry about. That. Hopefully, um, I mean, you you can definitely hear her when she's at the door anyway. So you're you're probably gonna hear a cat in the background. But yeah, I don't all. like that cat. Yeah, you might also hear me to get up and let her out when she wants help. <laughs> Yeah, so apologies for any noises yeah, or awkward cuts or anything. Yeah. All right. Um, oh, that I was going to say the um, simulation theory does kind of tie in with an episode that I actually want to do later. It'll be a while before we get to it, but I want to do an episode on dreams. Um, like, is it is it just, you know, simply like brain chemical reactions while you're sleeping or is there actually something more because um all sorts of people before our time have always thought there was some kind of spiritual aspect to dreams yeah and, and it's I only mean, in recent history that we've tried to like rationalize and explain it all the way entirely yeah, because, i mean dreams are trippy yeah they are the most surreal experience you can ever have in your life yeah and unless you don't have them i mean choice. most of the times i go I in don't. phases like i'll have a bunch of dreams for a little while a period of time and then i'll stop having dreams for a while see most of the times i won't have a dream that i remember but then every once in a while i have a super weird dream or i just have sleep paralysis and like false awakenings and shit so my dreams suck <laughs> jeez um i Sometimes I feel like there's, like, uh, a, a weird, like, deja vu, like, supernatural, like, I'm seeing the future in my dream kind of thing. And other times I'm just like, this is just amal a strange amalgamation of random things that makes no sense. But So sometimes I can see, like, both sides of the situation. But Before we wax too poetically on this you know, and jerk each other off... <laughs> Let's let's get to our topic yeah. for today. Yeah, because that that'll be fun for later. Yeah. So we'll actually we'll, real quick, David, can you get her for she ruins yeah, this podcast? We're, we're, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna cut real quick. I'll be I'll be back. <coughs>
<clears throat> Sorry, the cat's out now. The cat's out of the bag. Cat's out of the room. Um, <laughs> okay. Anyway, I'm sorry. This episode's terrible. Um, we're going to talk about ghosts. That's what we're talking about in this episode. Uh, so I guess, um, as you guys know, I am a paranormal investigator slash was. It's complicated. Um, worked with a team called Lost Souls Paranormal, uh, I believe, from 2012 to 2020. Uh, earlier this year. Um, so, well, actually last year, by the time this goes out, oops. Anyway, um, I just wanted to ask you guys just before we get into it, do you believe in the paranormal and why or why not? Bro, I used to work in a haunted hotel. Like, I've never lived in a house that wasn't at least a little haunted. Someone blew their head off in this room. And there's weird things that happen. Growing up, we used to have like, Pictures and stuff just be sitting on the ground, not broken or anything. And if they had fallen, they would have broke. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, footsteps, tickling your feet. Someone, someone sit down on a couch when it's just you in the room. Like, I guess shit was kind of normal. So I mean, basically, yes. Yes. <laughs> and to uh, kind of go a little deeper on what Michael was talking about with the pictures falling off, our mom actually told us like when one of our I think great grandparents died mm -hmm. his picture fell down wow. and not too long after she got the call that he died wow that's nuts or uh, when our granddad died and I or the night he died uh -huh. so in my eyes he was already dead and like I see this woman who looks kind of like my sister just walking out of where we live and I go back to my mom's room, which is on the opposite side of the house, and you'd have to walk in front of my room to go to the front door. Mm -hmm. And my sister's sitting right there, and my mom goes, hey, you need to go see your granddad before he dies. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, she told him, our dad, basically everyone, including our grandma, who was, I mean, I lived with her, so she was busy taking care of him while I was sleeping, then I would take care of him. Uh, but, yeah, Michael was spooked as shit. Yeah, or I would say. every time he had he had three strokes, and each time I'd always wake up and my phone would be on the floor face down. Mm -hmm. And knowing I put my phone on my phone dock every night at that time. So it was just like, bro, what the fuck? Yeah, that's weird. Uh... What about you, David? Uh, so, so, do, so, do you believe in the paranormal? Um, uh, or, no. Or like, you just said you all these. You had all these weird. Experiences. Well, that was from everyone else's perspective. Uh, okay. Yeah, that was shedding more light onto kind of like why Michael believes what he believes. Uh, okay. So, so you just think it's all coincidence? Yeah. Like the footsteps at the old hotel at three o'clock in the morning. I never heard those. Okay, so yeah, I actually, worked night shift at a creepy ass hotel and I never heard anything besides like the metal when it goes from cold to warm just bro, expanding they used to throw shit at me in the basement <laughs> yeah and I never had any that happen surprisingly so before we recorded uh started recording this episode I showed you guys some evidence that we've recorded we've gotten on the Lost Souls Paranormal channel which I'll leave a link in the description or the show notes for you guys to check out uh you can go check out our YouTube channel and, and see that our 
basically you can look at our evidence and you can see the same videos that I showed them. Um, so how would you, if you say that, you know, the paranormal doesn't exist at all, how would you explain the pieces of evidence that we caught? Uh, like which exact ones? Any of them. You pick, pick one. one. Yeah. If you're I mean, paying attention. The, here, here's the this. hardest one would be that light because <laughs> it's such a random occurrence. But to me, like the orbs and stuff could be, because you're, as you said, it's hard to differentiate between dust and those. Well, the and difference much between like dust and orbs, dust just kind of floats down. Yeah. Orbs have an intention. They kind of like can go down and then go back up. And they'll, they'll just have like a mind of their own kind yeah. of. And I don't, I'm not super informed on orbs, but I guess basically the idea behind them is it's just energy. Yeah. It's not really like a disembodied spirit or anything. I don't think, I think it's just a form of energy. It's kind of weird. I don't know why it manifests in that way, but. Well, I mean, in your eyes, if there's a spirit, there has to be some energy behind it. So it makes sense. Yeah. Energy can neither be created nor destroyed. Right. So I, I guess my question for you is like, how would you explain all the paranormal evidence that has ever been caught by anyone ever? I mean, no doubt there's some of it that is faked. I mean, look at the uh, TV show. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of... That's fake for ratings. Money corrupts anything. Well, I'm not saying that all uh, of the paranormal TV shows are completely faked. But, but the, there is probably... But, but certain, that big one, that big one was definitely faked. There, there are probably a few of them that, you know, fake things more often than we might Did you ever like. see the cartoon... Real quick. Did you ever see the Cartoon Network uh, ghost show? No. Oh, that show was fake as hell. Yeah, it was garbage. But they they were paying kids to be actors, okay? okay. It's live act when Cartoon Network was in a whole live action deal. Oh. You remember that? It was garbage. <laughs> and some kid cut their finger off in the survival one. Okay. So how would you how would you explain the paranormal? Yeah, David. To me, it just since like, for example, watching those, I didn't really see anything in like like the um footsteps mm-hmm. because like I've had because what y'all have to do is like boost the gain up a lot mm-hmm. I've had like similar things boosting up gain on like LFOs and sense and stuff like that where it has that stepping kind of motion that same ca- kind of pattern same yeah, kind but of I heard it with my own ears yeah that just happened Which, to also I mean, catch on camera if I that's also one thing for me. I would have to experience it myself to also believe it. So you're calling all of us liars. So you're an ultimate skeptic. Well, here's the yeah. thing. We're also very skeptical and try and debunk things. Yeah. That's why, like, with the yeah. light thing, we went That's outside. That's about the only I can't, unless there's, like, some asshole with, like, his own custom floodlight. Yeah, and and I mean, like, the other thing is, like, you can actually talk to the members. I mean, like, with the footsteps yeah. thing, like, on the on the staircase, when they thought it was me coming up the stairs. They checked. Glenn was standing at the top of the stairs when it happened, and he was like, yeah. that's not Bailey because he's not coming up the stairs. It sounded like it started coming up and it stopped, and you can hear the difference between my footsteps and the whatever footsteps that we caught. Um, and, I mean, obviously we're not using the best equipment, so the audio quality is a little whack, yeah. so it's there's going to be that. But y'all are making... The best of what y'all, your resources. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm just that ultimate, it's like when we were talking about my, what would it take for me to have a religious belief, I would have to experience it myself in order to believe it. 
because that's the ultimate. So you wouldn't take like other people's experiences and Mm -hmm. say like, okay, I can believe because you had that experience and I believe you're being honest about it. Yeah. Would you just say they're lying or would you? No, because to me, they're being honest in their own perceptions of how everything is, how they see the world and all that. You're Mm -hmm. just calling them a liar in a roundabout way. (laughs) No, because it's not necessarily lying. It's how it's perceived well you would have to question like yeah. do they did that really happen or do you just think that happened yeah i mean what i think about that myself but i would also respect their beliefs and understand this is how they view it so i could ask them certain questions but i'm not going to just fly out tell them they're lying right because i, I respect people more than that <laughs> all right well i think like but in your head you're going I think I think the in my mind the burden of proof for you to disprove all the paranormal evidence and say that it doesn't exist because it's one thing to say um, I believe the paranormal exists and then have evidence for that and justify that belief but if you have evidence if you think the paranormal doesn't exist then you have to disprove all that evidence and then prove your case. It's so like that's a, a really big burden of proof when there's all this evidence. It's just like proving God isn't real. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> or that, that evolution is the ultimate way. Yeah. It, it's the hardest stance to take, but to me, from what I've experienced, it's how just where I've laid, and from my yeah, from what my experience, it's just kind of how I've been set up. Now, if I have some kind of experience or anything that I will definitely change my mind and reconsider just about everything. But until that happens, it just kind of, I respect other people's perceptions and what they believe, but it just hasn't hit me to that level yet. When we get the team back together, I'll get, I'll uh, bring you with us. Question. Yeah. And this is, and we haven't gotten to the core of the episode. Uh, yeah. This is just a roundabout <laughs> discussion. I was just curious. Go ahead. Speaking of disproven evidence, what would you say, because at the old hotel, we didn't have a whole bunch of guests, so we got to know our guests very well. We had right. several groups of paranormal investigators come through, probably 10 or 15. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them. And they would always ask to walk the halls first, and they'd always stop in front of the same two rooms. That's nuts. And one was a formerly... A set two separate rooms and turned to a suite, and the other was a single room. Mm-hmm. And they would always rent the same two rooms. And some weird shit happens in those rooms. One was, since the hotel's no longer open, I can say it, 207. And then, was it, I think it was 211. 207 was right near the elevator, wasn't it? Or was that 209? 209 was behind, 207 was one door down. Yep, from the elevator. Because I remember it was like two eleven. I was, you like take a left and you're right there. No, uh, two eleven was. This is probably not interesting yeah. conversation. But the rooms were the two oh seven is the right number. I can't remember what number it was across, but those room numbers had been changed thirty two times since the hotel had opened. Mm-hmm. All records of those room numbers are totally fucking. Different. I mean, the hotel is from the late eighteen hundreds, so they've been changed through hands and so whatnot a lot. What would you say about people who go and get and with no equipment before they bring the equipment and go? I want to 
I feel something here. I want one of these two rooms. And before you answer that, I'll add because when a lot of the times, um, say uh, one of the members on when we're on investigation, one of the members will be watching the camera, and we'll notice that there's an orb going in a certain direction, and then all of a sudden, the person on camera will look in that direction, and we'll you know. Usually we don't say anything about it, but a lot of times we'll be like, hey, guys, you got a lot of or we'll get on the walkies and we'll be like, hey, you got a lot of orb activity. And every time there's an orb, you look in the direction that it travels. So, I mean, like you can't see orbs with your eyes. Yeah. You can only see that on camera. You so that, kinda, that kind of stuff that is kind of sixth sense. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's kind of the same idea. But they would pick this. The, all the groups pick the same two rooms to stay in. Yeah, I can't really say much about that, but I did find some websites that actually list those two room numbers for the current current business. And I also had uh, underage kids trying to get into those rooms so they can do a seance. They tried to <laughs> rent them from me. Oh, good. Oh. By and the way, I'm, my paranormal team never That's did. actually how I found out about... I wrote down those two rooms because those kids were like, yeah, we're, we're just trying to do a seance. Yeah, by the way, my paranormal team never did seances or used a Ouija boards or any weird witchcraft shit like that. We just well, used, like, actual... It was just kids trying to be edgy. <laughs> they didn't try to do anything, like... Yeah. Like y'all were doing. I just get, I just leave a marker in the room. We'd come back and ghost is drawn like a, fuck you guys, leave us alone. <laughs> All right, so I believe in the paranormal can be kind of, uh, in a sense, empirical proof, at the very least, that the supernatural exists. And at the most, that God exists. Um, so I'm going... I have created a my own custom philosophical argument for God's existence from the paranormal. Uh, and I'm going to give you guys that. I'm going to give you the points, and then I'm going to defend each point, and then we can discuss and see what you think. Um, but before I get into that, I want to preface that to my knowledge, no one else has proposed this, at least in this form. Um, I'm just going to call it the argument from supernatural evidence for funsies. Uh, it uses both personal experience and empirical evidence to make its case. It's obviously controversial because there are many skeptics to the paranormal, but if you agree with the premises, the conclusion naturally follows. So, premise one, the paranormal exists and is not a natural phenomenon. Premise two, demons or evil spirits are included in the paranormal. Premise three, evil cannot exist without good. And conclusion, therefore, a good God exists. So, that might be kind of all over the place. So, I'm just going to defend each of those uh, points. So for the first premise, um, the paranormal exists and is not a natural phenomenon. I was a paranormal investigator, so I have evidence on the YouTube channel. We don't have a ton uh, on the YouTube channel. We have a good bit on our Facebook page, but we're really bad about putting that evidence out, unfortunately. Um, I was not completely in at fault for that because I'm not entirely in charge of the group, but... Uh, Anyway, we do have some stuff out there that you can check out. Um, and just by a simple Google search, you can see that there are hundreds of locations in the United States alone that are reported to be haunted. 
and this number can easily grow to the thousands if you include other locations throughout the world. On top of this, some locations have even been declared haunted by various states, such as the Ackley Home in New York. Now, I've also heard that there are uh, at least two locations in the United States that have been declared haunted by the United States government. Unfortunately, I've not been able to verify that. I even reached out to one of the uh, other members of the paranormal team to do some research who's good at researching and come to find out um, that's not public information or easily to, easy, easily found. I hope one is Charleston. I I think I know one of them. I just don't want to say like, oh, it's this one because I don't know that it is. I would bet pr- prisons that I think the exorcist home was one of them. But I'm I, not, I could see that. Uh, I'm, but like I said, I can't verify it, so I didn't want to um, say that it was. But at the very least, the government has been involved in saying like this place is haunted. Um. So another thing is, many people believe in ghosts today, and paranormal TV shows have become a large part of our culture. And like I've said, even though not all of their evidence is 100% legit, I don't think they're all entirely faked. There are hundreds of paranormal teams across the United States and even more across the world. This doesn't mean that they're right about the paranormal, but the sheer number of people who believe should cause skeptics to take their claims a little bit more seriously. So, I mean, you can even meet these investigators and have conversations with them, and if you don't believe then you might even be able to join them and then find out for yourself. Um, So like I mentioned with you earlier, David, I think the burden of proof for the skeptic to explain all the phenomenon away is pretty great. And uh, now I know the evidence of paranormal doesn't necessarily lead to God. It only implies that the supernatural exists, which is why I have other premises. Uh, But what, what do you guys think of that first point? Basically, that um, this, the paranormal exists and is not a natural phenomenon. Is that a... It, it depends on what you mean by natural. It is... Like, of n- of this plane, this earth, yeah, specifically. It's, it's not something you... I mean, naturalists say that ghosts don't exist. Because it's not a part of the natural world. It's not predictable. It's not okay. something we can test. It's I mean, we can, super natural. Yeah, we can. I mean, I know that some people don't like that distinction, yeah. but between like the natural and supernatural, yeah. but like it is not, we can, you know, we can experience it in the sense that we can capture evidence of it, but it's not something like. Or you like, can have uh, extra sensory activity. Yeah, you can't, you, you can sense it or you can recorded on video or audio or whatever um but you can't necessarily test it and always get the same results like you could a like a scientific it's, it's a bit chaotic yeah. yeah or yeah like the like you can test where places make certain noises that create certain reactions in the human brain and, and then you could explain certain things away because yeah. that's a lot of what paranormal investigators do is debunking stuff anyway Especially me. I'm a skeptic. So, like, I need... If if I think it could be something else, I try and explain it away, so... Well, for once, I'm not the skeptic. I believe there's ghosties and shit. Well, I mean, I believe it, but when we're on an investigation, you, we always try and rule other stuff out. So, if we put something out and then somebody says, oh, well, that was the fridge turning on. It's like, we have video then, of us testing the fridge turning that, on. That takes, that takes your credibility away. Or you just go, hey, man, the fridge, there's not even a fridge. <laughs> The yeah, there's not on. even electricity in this building. 
you know, stuff like that. So, I mean, like, we do debunk stuff. But basically, that's what I mean, is that it's not something natural that we should expect, basically. Yeah, is that a it's kind of, as its namesake, it's something super natural. Or yeah. super unnatural. See, yeah. I think the definition is pretty sound, but also depends on your worldview. Because some people believe everything has a spirit. And okay. so spirits are of the natural earth, like yeah. Some people, uh, like especially like in Eastern cultures, people in, believe spirits are an extension yeah. of the natural native world. cultures. Also, okay, yeah, where you respect the land, and the land will respect you. You know, okay. tree spirits, okay, animal spirits, all that. Yeah. So, but I get where where you're theologically coming from with that definition. That's a sound definition. Okay. And it just depends on worldview. So gotcha. I'm not going to say your definition is bullshit because it's not. Okay, cool. You have anything to add to that or no? No. Yeah. Pretty sound from kind of your point of view and everything. Okay. Um, so defense number two uh, for the premise that demons or evil spirits are included in the paranormal. So obviously, um, even though I was a paranormal investigator, uh, I actively avoided suspected or known demonic cases. Um, because I didn't want to open myself up to anything demonic, and some people may see this as superstition. I saw it as a safety precaution. Like I said, we didn't use Ouija boards or do seances or any other witchcraft, um, because these are specifically known to communicate with the demonic realm. Um, I know of several people who have had negative experiences using Ouija boards and they tell other people not to use them because they have had very bad experiences with them. I, I can name several people offhand and I, by extension, I'm like, Hey, I'm going to learn from your mistake and not do it myself. And anyone that's like, Oh, it's just a game. Don't fucking do it. It's not a game. You can, you can have an experience with an Ouija board and it just be nothing happened, you know, or, it's kind of like playing Russian You could Russian get Zulu roulette. or some shit attached to you, and you could have... That's another thing, Is by the way. I probably shouldn't have done that. You, you're not, you should not just throw around demonic names um, because they have power. So, anyway. Basically, um, biblically speaking, though, uh, demons are mentioned, obviously, in several places in the Bible. So, I believe the Bible affirms the existence of literal evil beings called demons. Uh, obviously I know the existence of demons is probably one of the more controversial points. Um, but what do you guys think about this point? I mean, the idea, because if you kind of put it in that perspective, angels are merely spirits. So demons must be as they came. F I mean, Satan himself was an angel. Mm -hmm. He's a spirit. All demons sh at least should be spirits, at least from the perspective I'm coming from. Everything has an equal and opposite reaction, so yeah. But now, I will say, I personally mm -hmm. am down to go to some demonic-ass places and investigate, because that's just the fucking type of person I am. I would, re If you were ever interested in a paranormal location, I would recommend going to something that is at least not confirmed to be demonic, because anytime you go, you were always risking opening yourself up to something, you can, ha I mean, even if it's not demonic, it can still follow you home. It has followed multiple members home. Stuff yeah. that we have been on locations with has followed us home. And we have, you know, 
it, it sounds weird, but like we will have to either like get blessed or have our homes blessed or whatever. I haven't had that happen, uh, but I know several of the members have. Uh, and some some people have like uh, a preparation before they go on location, like they say a prayer or or something Sage, um, or, salt. or or when they're yeah you know like some people put like salt around a home uh some people um when they leave the location they say okay you have to stay here you're not welcome to follow me home or whatever um, some people bring peace offerings it's it's not like it's not a one size fit all everybody has their thing yeah but it it's also hoping the spirit can interpretate well, yeah, yeah, what they're saying. I see. Bat, I butchered that, but I mean, I some of it. Interpret. Some of it does seem a little like superstitious. I understand yeah. where it comes to from. Tie, but... To tie into that, I do believe two things: spirits can follow you, and there can be an earthly action that causes them to leave, mm-hmm. like someone dying or someone leaving the household i think with the paranormal there is just a whole other realm that we are not even able that to the see. rules and laws just are it's like a parallel world like th- there's a i don't want to say a theory but there's an idea in the paranormal community that there are such things called portals and it's literally just this is a vacuum of energy in a certain place a lot of times like mirrors or windows are referred to as portals and these are places where obviously beings can travel in and out of the natural world if you will and they can just disappear who knows where they go but they come back and obviously that's how we get evidence of them kind of like a grand spirit exchange one goes in one comes out yeah, I don't know. One decides, man, this dude's boring. I don't want to creep on him anymore. And the, and the other thing is, it, it's so hard to define or pin down theories about the paranormal. Well, it's a very... Because it's, it's so elusive and, like, you can't really... And it's abstract in the most def- definitive abstract sense. It is extremely abstract. And, like, when you try and get, like, empirical evidence, like video footage or audio evidence or whatever, you know, like... Uh, y- that that is scientific evidence that yeah. the paranormal exists, but you can only even I in mean, the best people, case you might get like a little bit of evidence for spending possibly even days. Yeah, well, I mean, and it you just, could get all this empirical evidence, and then you have somebody like David that's like, oh, yeah. I don't believe it. And <laughs> yeah, it's I'm, the burden of proof on both sides is heavy, but for y'all getting evidence, it's a little less so, but it's still such an abstract thought see i would love to take you to some historical places that i've always wanted to visit mm-hmm. because i think a charleston trip would be cool charleston gettysburg i've gone to the, Auschwitz. the uh, charleston hotel done the tour there ever been down like the old uh colonial like trade I don't roads think I downtown have. i don't think i have there's certainly fingerprints from like slaves and stuff jeez Building the bricks. Wow. Yeah. Or uh, New Orleans, obviously, is oh, a hot spot. New Orleans is yeah. but lovely place. I, or I would love to go visit old prisons that are closed down, especially prisons that had the death penalty, mm-hmm. and go into the death Just house. Just make sure you have uh, someone who knows how to open those doors. Oh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> a, a musician I follow, actually him and another musician, got locked in a jail cell. Oh, good. <laughs> Accidentally... I think stuff like that would be lit. See, so or I'm um, like 
rundown mills and stuff will be interesting. Yeah. All right. So basically on, on that point, you know, I think this is my most controversial premise is that demons exist. I mean, and as is, a, I know, I know you were like, well, following your logic, it's not hard to believe, but like, yeah. I don't know. I guess like as people that are, I know you're skeptical, but I mean like hyper, do you believe, I mean, I know you believe in the Michael believes in the paranormal. Do you believe in demons also I, or evil spirits? Evil. Yes. Because they're, I've witnessed like playful, like a little girl in the lobby. You could watch the, uh, her little footsteps as the mint wrappers moved. And then I've had stuff thrown at me in a basement. Yeah. And there's no fucking body else in the basement. So for every good, childish, playful, there's that evil old asshole. Mm -hmm. So if the definition of a demon is evil, is the yin to the yang, then yeah, with that definition, yes. Okay. Do you think uh, demons exist, David, or... Do you think it's possible? I mean, obviously, you don't believe yeah. in. The I don't believe in them, but if there is such thing as angels, I believe that, like in the Bible, have come down and spoke to people. Then there must be demons that there can't be one without the other. Yeah, basically, it's just the basic. A positive has to have a negative. Yeah, and that's that's really my uh, my third premise: is evil cannot exist without good. Yeah, because we want to know what it, what is good or what is bad without the other. Yeah, evil and good are completely arbitrary. If there is no distinction to be made, they are by definition polar opposites. Uh, if there were no good, evil wouldn't exist, and vice versa. Logically speaking, you have to have both. The duality of the apple. Yeah. And that's it. That's that's pretty much it. That was uh, that was my defense for my argument. I'll, I'll recap the argument again, um, and then we can just kind of discuss it and maybe wrap up. Um, so basically, premise one, the paranormal exists and is not a natural phenomenon. Premise two, demons or evil spirits are included in the paranormal. Premise three, evil, evil cannot exist without good. And conclusion, therefore, a good God exists. Yeah, the only thing I would add, and it's based on what you believe, do you think that angels are kind of spirits in themselves? Yeah, kind of. Because I would add that in the second part, since you said demons and spirits, I would do like demons and angels are spirits. Well, I said demons or evil spirits are included in the paranormal. So I would, just to add that contrast... Because you can't have one without the other. Well, what I was what I was doing is I have uh, evil spirits in premise three, yeah. and then the conclusion is deduced um, between premise two and three uh, because demons or evil spirits are included in the paranormal. Premise three, evil cannot exist without good. Conclusion: yeah. God is good. So that's where I'm getting yeah. that yeah. from, basically. Now. I- I would just, yeah, it's all matches up for me, but I would still think about adding that because, you know, people are the harshest critics. Well, other people are harshest critics. Well, also, some paranormal people believe in just energy. Not yeah. necessarily good, not necessarily bad, but just chaotic energy moving yeah. around. 
and usually in that idea it's usually instead of an evil energy it's a mischievous energy that will play tricks but doesn't know what end to stop to yeah um i guess since this is kind of a short episode i want to go ahead and talk uh, a little bit about like um we can just go ahead and talk well, about paranormal yeah i got a question okay go ahead do you believe the paranormal ties into the spiritual afterlife Actually, I wasn't going to get into that. Um, oh, fuck yeah. So, yeah, I, I was hoping for that too. Yeah, so... And we, we touched on this, I think, with my interview a little bit. But basically, as a paranormal investigator, I know of at least four types of spirits that exist. I know there are residual spirits, which these are the ones that are just kind of like a on a, a tape, on a loop recording. Living you know, in that. Just living a certain part of their life over and over again. These are the kind of ghosts that you see in the window at 1 p.m. Mm-hmm. every day. Creatures of habit. Yeah. They, Smoking they, a cigarette. They're just repeatedly doing the same thing. Uh, typically, they aren't aware of other people. They are just going through the motions, basically. And you may not be able to interact with these spirits. There's also intelligent spirits. Uh, intelligent spirits are obviously ones you can interact with. Ones that will respond to questions. Um, they can turn on flashlights or use K2 meters or answer questions or communicate with you, basically. Um, it, it's important not to conflate them with demons. Demons are basically the same thing as intelligent spirits, but they are deliberately malevolent. Um, they sometimes will just deceive you and trick you into thinking that they're a good spirit. Other times they can scratch you, possess you, attack you, say really harsh, rude things, uh, have really distorted, strange, otherworldly sounding voices. And then the last uh, type is poltergeists. And poltergeists are just spirits that just like to throw shit, basically. I don't really know why. They just like... They're just assholes. they, They are a little bit more aggressive than your average intelligent spirit, but they're not quite necessarily they're almost barbaric in a sense not necessarily demonic spirits i would say are barbaric they're kind of like in between demons and intelligent spirits but they do throw shit and i don't really know why uh that's just their thing so so that motherfucker in the basement's a fucking poultry guy that's what i was thinking it's almost like spirits some of them have it's like the varying levels of sentience yeah basically um because um and I, I, so I was about to ask, so with every investigation, there's even, because as you said, they can be, this intelligent spirits can be deceptive. There's always that risk. Yes. It's like playing Russian roulette. Yeah. Um. So there, there's two things I want to point out because I know this is kind of a, a religious podcast meant to be, th- but, uh, but this ties into religion. Well, that's, yeah, that's as the I, as I, I, I I think is obviously the atheist doesn't believe. Yeah, but if I was to believe in the paranormal, I would deduce that if there's paranormal, there's something greater than myself. So there must be some religion out there. So as there's a spiritual force. So you asked how I think that ties in with the afterlife. I have been puzzling over this for the longest time because obviously growing up, I was taught. When you die, you either go to heaven or you go to hell. If you're Catholic, you might go to purgatory. 
if you're orthodox you might go to a toll house it you know there's all these but basically it's you're not going to be on this earth anymore either way that's not going to happen um now i mean you you have different uh perceptions on this based on other world religions so i don't think the whole idea of the supernatural existing quite fits neatly into a box in christianity but there are a couple ideas and i've just said you know in the past when i was asked this question i was like look i don't know why it happens and i'm not gonna know until i die and figure it out myself but you There's know what no, happens yeah i know i know the paranormal exists because i've experienced it and i've gotten evidence of it i felt it personally i'm not gonna say it doesn't exist but that doesn't rule out my existence my belief in god yeah, if it, anything it just, strengthens it because i know the supernatural exists so, so why would god not exist yeah and that's kind of because i haven't had any spiritual or paranormal existence that's one of the main reasons i'm an atheist as so said. yeah so uh, as far as like where it where it fits, there there are two kind of ideas I've heard. One was uh, a theory posited by C.S. Lewis. Now he posited this, and <clears throat> I don't know if this is exactly a theory. He mentioned this in his book, The Great Divorce, uh, and The Great Divorce is a um, fictional s- story that is designed to tell a theological story. So it, it, it's basically not a true story, but it's meant to get at truth, basically. So he kind of said, you know, in, in this in this book, um, spirits from hell travel to the plains where heaven and hell meet. And basically the spirits from heaven are trying to con- convince the spirits from hell to go to heaven. But it's really painful for them. Like basically even walking on that ground is like coals for them. And everything that they do, like, you know, looking at these spirits, like they're really bright, it's blinding, like everything that um, would be heaven for them is extremely painful and extremely difficult for them to experience because they have become so hardened to that. And basically that's a, you know, a deeper theological allegory. But C.S. Lewis mentioned, you know, uh, basically with this idea is that perhaps... Um, God allows the spirits in hell to escape sometimes to visit earth for whatever reason he may have. That's one idea. Um, and then the other, uh, thing, it's not really an idea, but Jesus in the Bible mentions ghosts. Um, I don't remember what the exact verse is off the top of my head, but basically, um, I believe one of the apostles was afraid because they thought Jesus was a ghost. And Jesus is like, no, I'm not a ghost because you can touch me. I'm not a spirit. Um, and he, he doesn't correct them. He doesn't say no, silly ghosts don't exist. He, he was just saying, I'm not a ghost. Yeah. I mean, he didn't confirm nor deny, but he, I mean, you would think he, if you would think it would correct the son them. of God, you would think he would correct them. Yeah. He's like, no, touch me. I'm real. Like, Instead bro, of like, stop ghosts don't, and I'm like, I'm Jesus, ghosts don't exist, put this on the record. And like with the first idea, it makes sense because if they were to escape, how, the various methods, even us as humans cope, some go to habit, some lash out 
and some try to figure it out. Mm-hmm. So, like, you have the habitual ghost, the intelligent ghost, and then just kind of the angry habitual ghost and the demons. Yeah, I don't and know. And the poltergeist. Yeah, so... So, it, ma- it makes sense in the idea of how one would cope with their with a bad situation, such as being in hell. Hell's not good. Yeah. Now, there's two ideas that I've heard before. Okay, go ahead. And I can't remember where I heard them, but one is that Earth in itself is the proving ground of sorts. Mm Mm-hmm. Where you can weigh if someone who might have went to heaven but wasn't allowed to learn about, say, whatever God's right, what kind of the proving ground, see if that person really belongs there or doesn't. And then another one is that... So it's kind of like an intermediary state. Yeah. Between like heaven and hell. And what you do in the spiritual form here is going to show where you end up because okay. that's your true nature. Yeah. And then another one that I've heard is for some people, when they get to the gates, it's like, yes, you're technically in, but. You were a real fucking bastard. You got to go to hell for a little bit. And then you got to prove it. It's like a detention. Yeah. So purgatory. And then you're brought to purgatory and then it's decided if you can come. So it's like being Being locked up, put in a rehab and then coming home. And I don't necessarily buy into I mean, the first one fits more so into like, we're here right now. Maybe this is the big judgment day. And some people have that idea, and that's how, why why they believe heavily in what they believe is because they feel like this is a big proving ground of your values. Because, I mean, in the beginning, you're born. The intermediary, intermediary is up until you go to heaven or hell. So, therefore, this whole thing we call life and being a human is intermediary. Oh, dude. Real quick, rum chata burps are awful. <laughs> Fucking terrible. So, I'm sorry. Yeah, so the first one kind of fits more so in the human experience in itself in my eyes. Mm-hmm. But the second one kind of fits more in like how we view kind of people getting rehabilitated to for whatever, for being in prison, drugs, where there's the possibility they slip back. But the only thing would be the kind of, I mean, we've already spoken, God is infinite with time. Yeah. So it would just be a very of, because there's people that say that demonic ghosts, good ghosts, habitual ghosts have existed for hundreds, if not thousands of years. It would just be that time frame of how long is enough to take it to the next level with the second one? Well, it depends on how much of a bastard you are. Yeah. And that that's the big if with that kind of proving that second. Maybe one. God just went like, "Hey, Satan, you're a real fucking bastard. You stay there." I mean, that's kind of what well, happened. So, the only, I guess, uh, 
and now push back, the only problem I have with that theory is it's not really, at least from a Christian worldview, it's not really built upon God's grace. Yeah. It's not saying, like, I have forgiven you for the things. And, I mean, like, honestly, I, I don't, and this is spoilers for if we talk about this later, but I don't believe in once saved, always saved, because I do believe that you can accept Christ at one point and then say, eh, I'm not really feeling it, and then just do whatever you want to do. Or commit because, mass genocide. Because, like I said, I mean, I think what it means to be Christian is that you have to make a change in your life. It's a lifestyle. You have to make improvements in your life. And if you just disregard, you know, it, it can't just be a mental... Yeah, and that's why, like, even though I don't acceptance. believe what you believe, I respect a hell of a lot of what you believe because you live that lifestyle. I try to. And you yeah. try to... Imp- Fuck up sometimes, but... Yeah, but... <laughs> That's the struggle. You're, but you're always stepping forward to improve yourself. You're not just like, oh yeah, I went to church and that's, I'm good for the week. It's like no, you're, it's a constant process, and you're not like, yeah, I got saved like seven years ago, but I'm going to like drive my car into a st- orphanage. <laughs> or, that's um, not really my thing. <laughs> Xavier Renegade, and you also don't believe necessarily like uh, Xavier Renegade Angel did this the kind of quick is this terrible person as he falls into a battle like molten metal i think and he just does the hell mary oh. for praise for forgiveness and he's like yes wow Didn't in time and it's like that that's not how it works and that see, was the yeah. joke see yeah. if i was to buy into the judeo-christian worldview i would believe at you're at the end of life, you could ask for forgiveness, but it would have to be a genuine forgiveness and not like the, ha, gotcha, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It would, yeah. Ha- it would have to be genuine. It can't just be something like, yeah, I'm just doing this just, just because. What, yeah. You know, Big J up there. What, what if spirits are limbo? And we're still in the middle ground, but we just haven't been judged yet. I don't know. Um. Well, there... I don't know if this is going to tie into what you're saying right now or not, but there's two, there's two things that I wanted to mention. Um, I know there's probably a certain audience out there that's going to listen to this and say, Oh, well this guy, uh, you know, he does, he ghost hunts. He, uh, you know, believes in all these spirits and well, I just believe in angels and demons and there ain't nothing else. That's That's spirits. That's it. There's just angels and demons. There ain't no other, there ain't none of this other bullshit. I'll tell you what, no, like, okay, you can say that, but you can't, uh, I've experienced it, and you can throw your beliefs at me all you want, I have evidence for what I believe, that's probably, that sounds really douchey, but, I don't know, I mean, like, I, I know it doesn't fit neatly into a box, uh, for Christianity, and I don't know how to explain it, really, but I know it's real. Yeah, you've had that experience, and you've come to your own conclusions. It's like saying because God's I mean, real or God's fake. Spirit comes from spirit, spirituality. Spirituality is tied to religion, if you like it or not. Yeah, and so it all melds together. Where that's one thing I hate when people are like I'm not religious, I'm spiritual, but you have your own religion. Yeah, and the other thing is um, basically. You were meant. I don't remember which one of you mentioned it, but like, you know, I mentioned how like intelligent spirits or demons 
for example, demons can pretend to be yeah, an innocent this, little... Deception. Yeah, they can just pretend to be an innocent little girl, and then that's how they get you. And then they bang you in the bathroom and, and, and knock then, you And the next thing you know, you're... you're Pushing out the Antichrist. Being exercised. Yeah. And burning sage every day because you just had the scariest experience of your life. There are probably skeptics out there that's going to say, on the topic of there are only angels and demons, they're probably going to say, well, there are still only angels and demons, just the ones you encountered tricked you. Well, the problem with saying that is they did a really bad job at tricking me, um, because if I, say, go to some place and am interacting with a girl who was slated to get married and then caught on fire because her dress caught on fire and then burned alive at the top of the staircase. And I honestly believe that she just wants to communicate and that she's not trying to possess me and that weeks, months, years go by and nothing happened. And I've been an, a paranormal investigator for all these years and I've never had anything demonic happen. Now I'm not saying that you can't risk opening yourself up to that, but the spirits that I believe were this never really took the turn, I guess, to take the shot and do whatever they yeah. might have done. It wasn't something as beneficial as having like an angel talk to you, but it wasn't something as negative as having a demon kind of take you. Yeah. It was something kind of in that gray area. Yeah. And basically you're like, yeah, angels and demons exist. Yeah. But what about that gray area? What's in the middle? Yeah, and I don't know. And I mean like yeah, the, kinda, well, the problem is the Bible doesn't like outline like, oh, well, this is also well, I mean like it's deliberately vague. It doesn't yeah, yeah. The other thing I wanted to mention, which is really important, is the Bible never says when you die, you're immediately going to heaven or hell. It just says that you will eventually a, have judgment day. That is a very modern particularly Protestant worldview idea, basically, yeah. that you're just, when you die, that's it. And then you're in one of those places or you're not. Yeah, because, I mean, time, once, you, once you're into God's domain, time, time is infinite. Yeah, time works completely differently. He is above and, and time. And maybe, by, maybe, maybe from your perception, the next thing you know will be that. But you, you there could also be a process in between where you are I like I don't know what happens when you die and the Bible doesn't tell and you no that explicitly. And no one will ever know until we die. Exactly. We're not, like, we're, we're not trying to push that. We're not like heaven's gate. No, please don't. Maybe you're just fucking sitting there like fun fact. God's got you sitting at the bus station saying it's like hey bro what's up man? <laughs> oh fun fact about heaven's gate. You want to know how they made their money? Their website didn't they? Merch. Web designers. Oh yeah, yeah. But nice. all right. Well, it's is just, there any other things we need to add to this before we wrap nah. it up? And I mean, we we disagree, but we also are like, yeah, if you believe in any like religion or even just in spirits, you have to believe in religion. And we're all they're very much tied together. And we're all like on different levels of game to go to a haunted ass place. I'm down for whatever. David's yeah. like, eh, it's not going to bother me anyway. And Basil's like, no, fuck that shit. <laughs> I'll go. I just don't want to go somewhere that I know or suspect might be demonic. Yeah, so you're like, fuck that shit. I'm like, fuck it. Let's roll. Yeah. I need I need a good it's Christian a voice. I'll just see like, you burning some sage. Just fuck off. Fuck off. Just have fuck like off. satchels of sage. Like, 
David, I, I gotta do this. Pardon me. See, see Bailey put a little holy water, take a little sip. <laughs> protect me, God. That's not how you use it, Michael. You just to protect the inside. No. Uh, that's called liquor. All right. Well. And, and you just see me wiling out, hanging out with a ghost. What's up, man? Yeah. All right. And then Bailey, both Bailey and I had to reevaluate our Ooh. both spiritual and religious beliefs because we, we don't know what we saw. Uh, Michael hanging out with the ghosts. Anyway, um, I know I didn't talk a ton about actual paranormal experiences that I've had. Um, I, it just dawned on me that if if people wanted, uh, we could do an episode where we let's not super like like religious oriented discussion, but yeah. more like hey, let's interview Bailey about his ghost hunting stuff. Like yeah. we could do that at or, one point in the future if you guys are interested in hearing or something heck, like that. Mainly. Since it'll be you and Michael, if anything happens, like you and Michael can definitely do one about that. Yeah. Since y'all both have that experience, and I was just gonna be the loud man, I was just gonna asking s- questions sit, every so sitting, often, sitting in the corner nodding. Bro, I just had the greatest idea. Uh-oh. Well, I do that sometimes. Well, we wait for Michael to come up with his answers because he don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But all right, maybe if you guys give us enough questions to ask for a Q and A. We can do a Q&A. In a haunted-ass place. Oh. Fuck yeah. Great. I mean... Maybe. Maybe. That's a big maybe. We gotta find a location. That was the problem with the paranormal team. Yeah, I mean, we do have a... We also have to have legal, uh, legal approval right. of yes. getting... That. Do not go... Let me go ahead and say Don't this be a disclaimer. that asshole. Do not go break into some haunted-looking building and say, Oh, my ghost hunter. No. That's listen, how you get shot. That That is how you go, go to jail. Yeah, right? leave, leave that to the professional uh, urban ex-florist. When, because- I, when I was with the paranormal team, we had to get consent from the owner of the location to go. That is why we've had such an issue uh, thriving in the Bible Belt because there are people that are very against that kind of thing. So, uh, and the other thing is just there's not yeah, a lot of locations and people are biased and stuff. And like a that, lot of so. people think just the paranormal is not the demons around here. Exactly. Yeah. Where, as I see it, you got. You can't have one without the other, so there has to be both good and bad. But most people, especially not thinking too much about it, will just think, oh, that's demon talk right there. That's witchcraft. That's witchcraft. And that's totally different field. Yeah. But yeah, I think that'd be a dope idea. That'd be a cool idea. We, it might have to wait till after Rona's all over. And yeah. We could travel somewhere, but... Yeah. So you guys keep sending us questions. Yeah. I, I Dude, that question I got... I don't know if I've said it already, but I fucking love that shit. Yeah. Uh, send us questions. Uh, send us do. comments and questions. Uh, you can contact us um, at facingthegatespod if you want us uh, at gmail.com. Facingthegatespod at gmail.com if you want to email us. Um, or you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facing the Gates. And just send us a message or tweet us. Send us your views on it. Yeah, what do you guys think? Do you think the paranormal exists? Where do you draw your boundaries as far as or, what it, what that means? Yeah. Or do you fall like me where I don't believe it, but if it does exist, it has to tie into something even deeper. Yeah. Diet atheism. <laughs> That's you, Michael. Uh, or diet theism. I, dude, I'm the Dr. Pepper. It depen- yeah, it depends on his day. Yeah, my dog loves Dr. Pepper. 
He's right. looking I'm at yeah. me. I'm drinking Dr. Pepper right now. All right. Well, uh, I think that's about it for this episode. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening or watching, depending on what platform you're on. Or if you're on YouTube just listening, that's cool, too. Yeah. Yeah. Have a tab of whatever you're doing. If you're coding, if you're looking at Reddit, Dave, you're on the Facebook. only person on the planet that codes. No one else codes. But There's you. a lot of people that code. <laughs> I mean, bro, I it may sound vain. I listen to this shit on YouTube at work, so... Hey. Yeah, use Firefox. I listen to it too, though. Use, so, I mean, I gotta pr- approve it before it goes out. Use Firefox with the ad blocker and the add-on, so you can turn your screen off while YouTube Plus. <laughs> That's the way to go. You heard it here first. I'll just put it in your pocket. Backwards. All right. Well, uh, next week we're going to be talking about the last argument for God's existence for this series. Uh, it's actually two. We're going to be talking about uh, the arguments from love and beauty, uh, and we're going to be. Uh, it's going to be a real nice time i guess i don't know it we'll see how it goes yeah it might be a train wreck who knows yeah it could be it's always interesting could be, it could have a, a lot of interruptions like we did this week so yeah, yeah. but anyway thanks love you guys love you appreciate y'all rocking with us goodbye Mwah.